Just because you're in foster care does not mean you can't be famous, you can't be yep. a good an career. artist. You can't do this and that. Just because you're in care doesn't mean you're, you're changed as a person. That's someone else's mistakes is why you're in care. Welcome back to the Include Youth Podcast with me, your host, Niall Cook, and my co-host, Oma Senior Youth Worker, Ronan Boyle. Hello. Today we have a current EBE, which is expert by experience, and former, give and take, young person, Courtney Leonard. How are you, Courtney? I'm good. How are you? Great to have you here today, and I've been looking forward to this one because you have a great journey. Me and Ronan have been there since the start and seeing you blossom and seeing you grow and i think this will be a good podcast for other young people to listen to going forward Definitely. so we're going to start for probably where the first time we met you where were you at that stage when you just before you joined give and take you have been out of school for a couple of years been out of school for around a year and a half two years yeah um getting up to badness <laughs> <laughs> what was school like for you at that time it wasn't it wasn't good because of the way my mental health was and I couldn't go into a classroom, like sit down or function. You couldn't be in like crowds of young people or no. no. Um, so what happened to school? Why did you end up leaving school? I was becoming out of control and I'd done a few things to other pupils in my year that which had first got me kicked out of the school, but then I went back. Yeah. And then a few members in my class had seen um, scars on me yep. from my mental health with being like depressed and everything and they had reported the scars it. from from self harm yeah right. and they had reported it to my teacher at the time which then she reported it to the head teacher principal not the principal the vice vice principal yes yeah. um and she had was meant to come and see me but by that time it was the end of the day so I was sent home on on the bus so I just decided that I wouldn't go back to school because I was thinking more of the thought oh my god everyone's gonna send this around the whole school I'm gonna because no one knew back then yeah so obviously reports have went back down to my nanny and rang home so I just took in the decision that I wouldn't go back and was, this, you, was the school not supportive at that time no, well, I had, like, they knew about my self-harm and they sent me on home in the bus. So they weren't that, they weren't that supportive. Uh, what age were you then? Uh, year, four, fourth year. Fourth, fourth year, fourth. so I would have been around 15, 15 16. Yeah, yeah. 15, 16. So, when, so when did, like, you're a care young person, care experienced young person. Yeah. Because that's how you would come to our programme, the give and take. So we work, we get referrals from your social worker. Mm-hmm. My nanny now looks after me. She took me out of foster care whenever I was eight years old. So I was in foster care from when I was three or four till yeah. I was eight. So that was quite a And long there's like time. a correlation or a relation between your self-harm and being in care and mm-hmm. stuff like Cause that. Because foster care wasn't that good to me either. Like the foster carers. Yeah, they, it wasn't a nice experience either I was just a child so Were you moved about a few foster mm-hmm. parents so there's no consistencies or can no be? and then I was took away from my wee sister too so right it all builds up mm-hmm. also it's like getting people to understand about mental health isn't it it's quite important mm-hmm. and I remember when you came with us one of your main things was you 
couldn't focus at school you feel like every time you started to do work or you felt under pressure and you felt anxiety and i just wanted to go home yeah I, just, that's one of the main things i remember yeah. you just going on and ringing your granny right away and just saying i would torture my nanny i'd go to the toilets and i'd just ring 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 bring me home please bring me yeah. home i can't cope or i'd just go in and i'd look at the clock and i'd walk straight back out of the and no teachers like they knew your situation, but no one was kind of talking to you about it or giving you breaks or maybe supporting you through this hard time. And like I know, like schools, school can be a hard place to be sometimes when you're going through a bad time. Definitely, definitely. Um, not many teachers were supportive of me. There'd be, there would be the one, but she had left at that point um, for maternity leave for. A right. year or so, so that's whenever things did really, really get bad because no one was listening to me then. So eventually, it just took for me to snap. So, so when someone had seen um, through your tights and you had been sent to the the principal, what did the principal actually say to you, or what? Just set, set me on home from my bus because at that point it was my last class, last two classes. I had a double childcare, and. Um, I was told that the vice principal would speak to me yeah. at some point during the class or after. And then after the class, um, I'd seen her in the front foyer and she just said, like, I, don't, I can't remember because it was too, you know, it was a few years ago, but I do remember being sent on home in the bus. And that was kind of the final straw for you? Yeah, like, just... School was done. It was done, that was it. I was not coming so. back. How long before, so see once you left school, how long was how long was the gap between, knowing education-wise, between leaving school, not coming back, and then coming to give and take? God, a good, a good long time. I'd go to wee, I'd go to wee, like, other wee youth things, but they'd never work out for me. Right. I'd just want to stay at home. I couldn't actually find the right program for program, you. Program, yeah. if you understand. And I, I do remember your f- first day with us, um, the induction, and how anxious you were. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you had to be dragged out of the car. Would you? Yeah, um, my key worker had to come and speak to me. as I wouldn't listen to me nanny. I took no authority <laughs> of her. <laughs> it was my way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she eventually convinced me to come and talk to you and at least give you a chance. That's yeah. we, I think I was chatting in the phone. I was just come in. Give us 15 minutes. Yeah. And if you don't want to stay, you don't have to stay. Because this is a voluntary program, like, like yeah. a tech program. So, And your granny was really enjoy like the idea of you coming to give and take. Yeah, she liked like this class. Because you get to do all your maths, English, ICT, and personal development. Yeah. And, you know. and you did. You, you, your confidence grew. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And um, an interesting story. Um, after Courtney had joined, she'd done her initial assessment for literacy. And the 10 years our literacy tutor has been working, Courtney scored the highest right. score. Yeah. So very bright, very smart, everything going for you, but school just didn't work out because of what was happening at, at home in your family life, and you weren't getting supported by the school, which is kind of a, I suppose it's a sad state of affairs. Well, I always talk about the approach, the education. Some people learn differently than others like you didn't didn't like a classroom setting no and then your mental health was involved and stuff like that there so this we give and take you've got a smaller group professional workers and tutors that are used to working with our type of young people but you thrived when you came here yeah i think it has a lot to do with the groups too because 
and give and take everyone's like you aren't the same you're your, your, your own person yeah but everyone's in the same environment like they have their own reason why they're exactly. in give mm-hmm. and take with school it's your branded it's yeah. like you're, you're numbered. You're, you're oh, it's a hierarchy. Number. Yeah. Yeah, like you just, if you're not good at your exams, then you're put down yeah. to that same class that can't do. Well, we, I know what you're saying. We and we treat everybody on an individual basis yeah. on the give and take program. So we would treat you like an adult. We tell anybody that comes to us, you're over sixteen. It's not school. We're going to treat you like an adult. And some people just that's enough mm-hmm. to get treated like. Yeah person yeah rather than a pupil because schools have just a curriculum and they have to get young and plus the give and take work we care experience young people so you know when you're there that everybody's had some sort of similar story to yourself and going through similar problems so it did and you did quite quickly make a group of friends yeah that's (laughs) but you know the good thing about give and take too or the, the, the approach we took with you um we just wanted to see you reach your potential because it was there. Mm-hmm. You know, we knew right. You're capable. You're capable of going back to school. Yeah. Like ultimately, if young people wanted, to, if education works for a person in school, it's okay. But if it doesn't, maybe look at other approaches. But were you after give and take? What happened? Something just clicked with me, and I was like. I just want to go and get my GCSEs. I know I can. But I was always baffled by them. you and give and take and your time on our program because you were intelligent, you were nice, mm-hmm. you were positive, but school didn't school didn't work. Just I don't I don't even know what it is myself. It's you love the crack too, people, yeah. sweetie, and some of the people that you were along with at that time wouldn't have been good for you. Would that be fair enough? Yeah. You always do say that the circles you were running. And for other people listening to this, definitely. If I think if there's another young person that I can help today, it would definitely be look at your friends, look at your old friends, and you will realize that some of the friends you surround yourself with now may not be as true as the friends you've let go of. A lot of it's to do with who you surround yourself with, yeah. And if you don't get out of them bad friendships. You're just gonna end up the same. So what you're like you were saying before is like negative people affect you negatively. Yeah, positive people affect you positively. You want people that's gonna look out for you. Like Ronan and Niles looked out for me throughout give and take. Yeah. Do you know if you surround yourself with people like that, get yourself into a good re routine with people who want you to do that, want the best for you. You will have no bother. I always say a good friend is someone that if you've nothing to offer them and they're still your friend. Mm Mm-hmm. That's when you know, that's where it's, you know, yeah. whenever you need help, you'll see all the friends that you thought you had. Yeah. You know, disappear. Yeah. It's always a small group. And I, I remember yeah. at one stage your anxiety was so bad that we, you were really under beauty and you thought you maybe go out in a placement one day a week. Oh, yes. And you were absolutely crippled with anxiety, with the thought yeah. of just having to go in that day. And it never happened. No, I was on my sofa crying. I could not leave my door. just yeah. could not do it. And then you came to give and take too because you were going to move into the tech, but even the tech was too much. Mm-hmm. I don't. I See, don't a lot of the stuff we would have done you too would have been working on your self esteem, confidence, and your personal yeah. personal development. So academically, you were grand. Mm-hmm. That was the other area. That was bad. The social skills, talking to people, being in big rooms, talking in front of, like, 
You wouldn't have, you wouldn't have sat and did this interview the first week we were here working together. No. It wouldn't no. have happened. No. And now you're doing like you've done all our videos for EBE. She done an educational video for the Learning for Action program about like what a video it will be and you spoke so well um so delighted you done it and you were so i think you were a wee bit taken back how you handled it yourself yeah because i was nervous but did i just got through it and that did that help your confidence yeah because like, we can easily measure your success you know from the day you came into this room and now no so you left give and take as a positive move on to do what to go back to school and get my well i was meant to go to tech but something in my head was like, go get your GCSEs, go get them. Yeah. So now I've all my GCSEs completed, waiting for the results. I think it's the 12th or 13th of August. And I've done one A-level too. They weren't counted for because of COVID. Yeah. Um, but I'm going on now for my last year to do the rest of my A-levels. Then. Which is huge because you've come so far. Like school was so far away from like when you joined us. That was the furthest thing on your mind was, yeah. was school. I was never going back to school. No, I had ever. My mind met up. That it wasn't was happening. And like then we heard about the award or the the vote. Yeah. Um, Tell us a wee bit about that. I got um, voted to run for head girl of my school. Um, I had to make a wee video, tell them wee points why I should would be a good. Could you give us girl. any of the wee points that you put in? Um, I put in that I'm there for people because I like people to be there for me. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, and that's personal experience. Yeah, because I know how lonely it can be in school or anywhere. Like yeah. I know you can feel lonely with thousand people around you. Mm -hmm. So it'd just be nice for me to help that one or two person, yeah. people that would come up to me and say, "Look, I'm feeling a bit down. Can you please help or whatever?" Yeah, and I'd speak to them like they're my own friend. Like I think that's what's very one of my key what would you call them personality Quality? traits yeah. would be caring very well, that's, very that will carry a long way because <clears throat> i think people that go through experiences are the best people they help people yeah definitely because you, know I mean? you can talk from how you experienced it and how you got out of it and stuff like that i think with experiences you might not have to go through the same experiences but if you went through pain that's the same pain yeah. is the same either way no matter what you've went through if you felt pain but you need to be able to then you learn how to articulate that and how to communicate it. Yeah. Just because you went through it doesn't mean you can help the next person. No, no, but, I know. But what you did was brilliant, and that's why you went for it. Now, that's another thing. You did a video for the school. You did a few videos for us. Mm -hmm. You're doing this podcast now, and you're so confident. Yeah. But the big thing for me was people in the school recognized your qualities. Yeah. And they nominated you. Because I'd only been back, what, I'd left school for that long and this was my first year back yeah. and I got the news that I was elected and it completely... Well, one of the one of the best, I can honestly say it was one of the best days in my Include Youth career so far was getting that text to yeah, say that you so were nominated for... Yeah, uh, we were buzzing. Uh, no, we are actually so proud of you because of the, the difference in you from day one, you know, like you were 18 last week. Yes, <clears throat> sorry. <laughs> I was 18 there on Wednesday, so... But you know what, if it wasn't for you two, I don't think, and a lot of other people too, yes. I would not have got to where the stage was. It was a network around you at that I time. I know your social worker had a lot to do with it as well. Well, that's a message to any young person or any young people that are listening to this, that you can't do anything on your own. No. Everybody needs help, no matter if it's a career, if it's uh, education, if it's personal development, if it's mental health. Nobody does nothing on their own, and it's okay to ask for help. Yeah. And then you'll help other people as well. Because, you know, I used to be 
like myself, I'd rebel against my social worker. I'm like, you're not trying to help me. You yeah. just you you just want to nosy yeah. into my business. And a lot of our care experience, young people feel that way. Yes, but that's totally not the case at all. Yes, some of them can be a bit yeah. office. Yes. Well, personalities are personalities. Yeah, if you click with them, that's good. And I did click with both my last two social yeah. workers. But honestly, if you play into their hands, agree, let them have you. That's their job. Like, let them do their job. They will honestly do everything they can for you because at the end of the day, they wouldn't have took on that job if they did not want to help a young person. Yeah, 100%. Brilliant. So, where are you at now? How are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. (laughs) What's your plans? Have you any plans for the future? Um... Well, I want to finish up my A-levels and then I don't know about university, but I think I probably will go. I'll have to see, you know, because family and all, it'll be tough to leave. But I do want to travel the world. Um, I'd love to be cabin crew. Cabin crew crew on a plane, air hostess. And you know what, (laughs) I I can see you on that career. um, But you know what, it's just so great that you have the world that you're feeding it and you have so many options at the minute and you just feel like you can do anything so yeah. you can do anything that's what i'm going to say to you like you've got everything going for you and th- there's nothing impossible Definitely. and i know you say that um thanks for helping stuff and the the network but a lot of it was down to you too you, you are one of the most strong-willed young people i've ever met on this program mm-hmm. so it's down to a lot of your own oh, you know exactly. self-belief and we can't work with anyone that doesn't want no you'll only change if you want to change exactly. it has to come within you there's no point in people saying you have to change you have to change if only the wee voice in your head's like like people need to start listening to their wee voice because that's their conscience yes and it's always right do you know it's yeah. telling you the things that you actually want to do but you don't listen to it yeah but you should because that's what's going to keep you going. So see now, right, that you're sort of out of care at 18. Mm-hmm. You can still, you know, work with uh, some of your social... But see any young people that are just coming in the 16 plus, maybe 16, 17. Have you anything that you'd like to say to them that would maybe help them, that you would have loved somebody saying to you? Honestly, I think everyone's in care for their own reasons, obviously. Yeah. They all have their own individual yeah. reasons, trauma or whatever. But you need to look at the people that you don't want to be, that has probably led you yeah. into yeah. care and put you in positions that, like this. You need to completely go the other direction yeah. from that way because you want you you only get one life and you want to make the fullest of it. And sitting in the living room yeah. doing whatever for the rest of your life, you're just gonna lo- regret it. Get out of that get out. Get out of Fermanagh, get out of Northern Ireland, go see the world. Do Take your social worker, tell her you want to do this, tell her your goals because she can, he, she, they yeah. can help you. That's yeah. what they're there for. You just need to play with them. You need to. An opportunity is there for anybody that wants it. It's just that you see what you could be in care and you could be maybe not feeling confident but no self-esteem and you're thinking this is not that's not, not the life for me just, and just, because, drugs and just because you're in foster care does not mean that you're you can't be what yeah, yes. you, you can't be a famous you can't be yeah. a good an career. artist you can't do this and that just because you're in care doesn't mean you're you are changed as a person that's someone else's mistakes is why you're in care yes. that's not yours you, that's a great bit of you advice s- you sound too like you, you've because of your experiences you have more resilience now yes you can deal with stuff a lot better because you 
makes you, you wiser. Yeah. And you know what, if people were put through, like, as I say, people hasn't been through foster care system, social worker system, this will make you stronger than yeah. them because you've had to deal with it from the age you were. Yeah. And you shouldn't have because we're all kids. We all deserve a happy childhood. We all dream of that, kids in care. We all want a happy, loving family. But you know what? Life sucks. Yeah. And if you don't get over it, pick yourself up. Go and do what you want to do. You're going to be sitting, listening back to this in 30 years' time, saying you should have <laughs> listened to this girl. Yeah. Because I'm right, Perfect. like... Yeah, right. And that was brilliant. What a great meeting. That was a great <laughs> message. <laughs> Definitely. Great. That's, I hope I hope loads of young people get to hear this story. And um, when we get it out there, there's lots of positive messages in there. Um, Courtney, it's... You've, you've been it's one of the greatest journeys I've been a part of as well uh, with Include Youth and Give and Take and I'm glad more people are going to get to hear about it thank you anyway <laughs> thank Not you very much Courtney thank you bye bye bye, bye.